Welcome to Conversations with Cleo. I'm Cleo McLaren, lawyer, wellness lover, leadership, mindset and confidence coach. Each week I'll bring you a thought on unfiltered, intimate conversation with an inspiring guest that will help you overcome your fears, get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business and relationships. Let's do this. Hello. Hi. Thank you for joining me today. My pleasure. Um, I want to start by talking a bit about Abba Yoga, but before we go there, let's go right, right back to what brought you to yoga in the first place. So tell me, what is it that brought you to yoga? Well, it's probably not the most interesting story, actually, but um, <laughs> I, I, was, uh, I was living in Sydney and uh, I'd always been a bit of a gym bunny and I really liked working out and I'd been a personal trainer and stuff like that too, just, just for fun. Um, and I went to a really nice, big, posh, expensive gym in the middle of um, downtown Sydney um, and walked in, had all the equipment there, it was really nicely laid out, loads of music, really cool. I started lifting some weights and I just felt really bored. Just, I don't know what happened, I just felt really mm. bored. I'd been working out in England, we'd recently moved to Australia and I started lifting weights and thought, this looks really, this is just really dull. It's just repetitive and boring. Mm. And as I walked out, um, I saw this uh, line of people queuing up for this new room. I didn't know it was new at the time. Mm. And really, really long, like must be 30 or 40 people. Um, and I made a mental note, and next time I went along, I looked at this empty room and I was looking at the inside of a hot yoga studio that had just been built. I thought, this must be all right. So I checked out the times and I just thought I'd go along. And before we went to Australia, actually, my best friend's wife built her own studio. And he'd said to me, come along and do yoga, Chris. You'll absolutely love it because the two of us used to do karate when we were in our 20s. Um, he said, you really love it. It's a, it's a different challenge and you should try it. And I was like, yeah, but it's yoga. Yeah, yeah. I want to do yoga because it's called <laughs> yoga. You know, it's just not... Yeah. Nah, it's, it's yoga, different. isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. not for not for real men um, <laughs> um, anyway so I, this thing was free so I joined the queue for the next class and it was again really really long and everyone filed in and it was all packed in and they switched the heaters on and this dude started talking and um, was it a dude or a lady it was a lady actually mm. um, and making us do all this weird stuff and down facing dog and stuff I'd heard of before I'd never tried yes. and I walked out thinking that's amazing and I felt really good inside. And I walked home across the um, Sydney Harbour Bridge, which I loved doing. Mm. Um, and I was just texting everybody and you saying, God, I've just done a hot yoga. That's what hot yoga feels like. It's just amazing. So I just got sucked into doing it as much as I could. Yeah. Um, and before I knew it, I was looking at it thinking, well, this is a hot yoga studio in a gym. Is that as good as it gets? So I started talking to the instructors saying, you know, where else do you teach? Yeah. And they taught in different places. And it turns out my brother's wife knew a yoga studio near where I lived in a place called Neutral Bay. And it was a studio called Power Living, owned by a guy called um, Duncan Peak, who had lots of studios, I didn't know it, but very specialist. That's all they did was just yoga. Yeah. And I tipped up there one day and it, it was cool. I really liked it. Um, so I booked a class and I went along. I liked it even more than the gym. So I gave up the gym and started doing this type of power yoga. Yeah. Uh, almost every day before I knew it, I was doing it in mornings as well it was difficult with a family but you know I was working it around of course so well, what would you say to somebody who keeps getting told yoga's the way forward this is what we should do and they're not yogis and they're not really sure whether it's something that's for them 
what would you say to someone that's considering starting yoga but thinks it's a little bit woo-woo? I've heard it's okay, but I don't know if I'm strong enough. I don't think I'm fit enough. Maybe it's a bit boring. I don't know. What would you say to somebody considering it but they haven't quite taken the step forward into yoga? One, try it. Mm. Um, two, don't stop at one lesson. Try three, four, five. One of my biggest frustrations is people who say they've tried yoga and they didn't like it. Yeah. Um, and it might be that the class they did wasn't right for them. Um, if they say they're not strong enough, as you said, well, yeah, that's a good reason to go to yoga. <laughs> if you think yeah. you're not fit enough, that's a good reason to go to yoga because it will give you strength, it will give you fitness. A lot of people say to me I'm not flexible enough. Again, yes. brilliant reason to go to yoga. Yeah. Because if you're not flexible and you grow old, you're going to have stiff bodies. And a lot of men would probably say that from the experience that I've had and speaking to clients, it's the men that will say, oh, I don't know if it's for me or... You know, are there many men that do that? What would you say to them? I really identify with that because I, I would have thought, nah, not yoga. Because mm. I'm a, you know, I'm a bloke. I don't want to do Yoga's for women. That's mm. what I used to think. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think a lot of my male students think the same thing or thought the same thing before they came to the classes. I've noticed that a lot of my male students didn't do yoga anywhere else before. So whether it's because mm. I'm a bloke teaching them yeah. comfortable, I don't know. Yeah. But now that they have tried it, I know they love it because I interview them, they're like, you're interviewing me, mm-hmm. um, and there's a, sh- there's a shift. So they've gone from thinking, nah, yoga, nah, not for me, to I love it. Like, yeah. I really love it, and they're practicing every week, maybe twice a week, sometimes even three times a week. So it's like anything, it, it's like my experience, you will not know until you try, and when you do try, you should probably try more than one different, because yoga's like 5,000 years old, right? So there's something in it. Yes. <laughs> it's more than a fad exercise. Thank you. Right. So I think I kind of interjected then because you were starting to tell me about your journey and how you got into to yoga itself. Um, let me take you back to your life before yoga because before you became got into yoga and became an amazing instructor and had your own business, you had a completely different lifestyle. And I'd love if you could tell me a bit about that transition from where you were to becoming an entrepreneur. Wow. Um I suppose in a nutshell, I worked for a big American corporate. Mm. Um, I did a lot of client entertaining, and that included a lot of eating, a lot of drinking. I weighed a lot more at the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, and I tried to offset that by spending a lot of time in gyms. So I'd try and work out in gyms. And, and I had that sort of very sort of uh, results-driven corporate type A type personality very yeah. low tolerance for people and stuff really focused thought that what I was focused on was the only thing that mattered in the yeah. world other people didn't really matter I think it was quite arrogant and a bit probably not the kind of person I would want to meet now really okay so it's a journey it's been a journey yeah and then um, when I when I made this transition into yoga I started to let go of all that corporate focus and this short-term need to just deliver against one set of goals at any expense. And I started to step back a little bit and watch it just mushroom into what I call like a world of people because there's loads of different people around. And the students that I teach now teach me a lot more than I could ever teach in in that there's so many different people. (laughs) And I love watching them blossom and I see them blossoming. They come to me and... They have one particular type of body and I can see that transforming 
through their practice. The more they practice, the yeah. more they transform. Yeah. yeah. That to me is a shift, a big shift from the corporate because I care about them more than any kind of goal. Right. So when you were in the corporate environment, you were successful in that environment, you travelled a lot. I believe you were in, was it America? Amongst others. Amongst other huge cities around the world. What was it? Was it an aha moment or was it just a feeling? What was it that made you decide that actually, although you were successful in that area, you were doing well financially, you were at the top of your game, what was it that took you away from that or changed? What changed within you that made you decide actually this isn't for me anymore I think it was a shift through time so when I was younger I was really good at corporate sales so good I didn't really have to try because I enjoyed it so much yeah Um, and I think somewhere along the line I gradually detached from loving it and just I don't know if resented it is the right word or not but just Became, I felt very boxed in by the whole process, the stress of targets, funnels, sales, mm. targets, rewards, just became really quite meaningless. And the money yeah. was always good, but pointless. Yeah. So I suppose sometimes it just gets to the point where you just think, well, what, what is my purpose? What am I doing? What, mm. What's the long game? Yeah, purpose. That's when, the word. Yeah. Purpose. I lost, I lost attachment, or I lost involvement with any kind of purpose. I was just doing it, mm. just doing it repeatedly, doing it, and fell out of love with it. And I, was, I think I was falling out, falling out of love with myself as a re, as a result. And mm. then yoga gave me a purpose and a meaning, and a, you know, transformed me through back to who I used to be, maybe when I was a child. Um, and it reflects as well because the I get such um, responses from people nowadays in their lives when they tell me about what's going on with them personally and how the yoga that they're doing is resonating through their transformation so that they can evolve yeah. to be better versions of themselves in their own eyes. That's just beautiful. I mean... So, taking you back to what you're doing now with your business, tell me a bit about Abba Yoga because that that is your baby now, and that's blossomed and grown, and you've you've kind of taken your purpose and passion and made it a business. And lots of people think about taking that step forward. Not everyone does. So, what gave you the confidence to make that transition? Whether it be a you know something that was done over time, or whether it was a that's it, I'm going to just change my world. What is it that gave you the confidence to be able to to follow through with that passion? Um, that's some big, big sounds. There right? are some big sounds outside. <laughs> Look, I can't. That's the real world, right? <laughs> this is being shot in South London, so you know. What can I say? There's a baseline. <laughs> Wouldn't be so bad, would it? Um, the transition was difficult, actually. So the security, the money, giving that up was really, really difficult. I, how did I do that? I, I, I spoke, I had a really good life coach mm. who lived in Thailand, actually, who was an American, and another good life coach who was living in Germany, who was English. And I went through hell, letting go of the income, the security, all that kind of stuff. Because yeah. I thought, oh, you know, how can you do this? You've got three, three children and a house and a mortgage and a wife and all the responsibility that goes with it and you want to flutter off and do yoga 
Um, yeah. So it was a long transition through. I had one class at the time, and when I handed in my resignation, I had to work three months' notice. Came out the other side, and then started building classes. It was, it was like a weird... It was like being caught by a tractor beam and being sucked into this process. I, I think I was applying a lot of the corporate techniques that I do because I'm quite process-driven. Yes. I'll have a strategy. I'll use whiteboards. I'll draw lots of things on a whiteboard and yeah. follow a plan. But I, I got drawn into this. So I had one class, then I did um, two classes, and then I did another class, and then I moved to it. I got another venue. And now I've got seven different venues and 12 different classes and several private clients. And I'm doing the um, Abbey Yoga Online, which is uh, it's tutorials that people can subscribe to. Yeah. Um, and I've been asked by a lot of students to do retreats and doing workshops. I'm also doing merchandising. And some people want to buy my <laughs> T-shirts and hoodies and caps yeah. and all those mats and blocks and all that kind of great yeah. stuff. So it's, it's kind of, it, it found its life, but only because I was pumping air into it, I guess. Um, and it's just been a natural, organic process mm. that I suppose there was a plan in the back of my head, head but I never wrote it mm. down. I should have done. I yeah. would have got to where I am now well, a bit faster. Yeah. Or maybe it would have taken longer. Sometimes we can just have the vision and the idea and not know all the steps of getting there, but it's just about taking one step at a time and knowing what your why is and your purpose behind it and the feeling behind it, I guess. Chloe, I couldn't agree more. Mm. Mm. Chloe, Chloe. Cleo. <laughs> it's the second time I've called you Chloe, dear, isn't it? I, uh, that's what, okay. Does that happen with anybody else? Yes. It does. A lot of people say Chloe first, but it's okay. I'll give three chances. <laughs> so I've blown two already. <laughs> you got right. one more chance. I'm nervous. So, no, 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 not at all. Okay, brilliant. So if we look at sort of yoga as a practice and what that can bring into people's personal lives and their business life... What would you say are the top three benefits of yoga? I mean, for me personally, I know my experience of yoga. I'm not quite at your your level of, of yoga, <laughs> but I, you know, how, how do you know? You might, uh, you, you might. Be well, we have. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen have seen you. I can. We have been in classes together, and you are, you know, a really amazing instructor. And I'm looking forward to being on the on the yoga journey with you. <laughs> but I, I just. I know what the benefits are. I mean, for me, the benefits are it's a kind of a moment of calm and it's almost, um, it's a mind, body, energy and having that time to focus on just the movement of body, it gives an opportunity to have almost a meditation throughout some of that practice as well as feeling the body getting stronger as well as the, the mind getting stronger. And sometimes I don't always understand how I get to that feeling or but all I know is that it gives me the strength and the space to kind of rejuvenate to get on with the rest of the business week so even though I might think oh my god I've got so much stuff going on I can't spare an hour this week to do this class there's no way I can do it I know if I do that class and take that time out it will mean that I'm more focused for the the week ahead and I'm more balanced and I'm calmer in the way that I'm approaching things and that's my experience from it so um, what would you say are the, the sort of key benefits to yoga? I'd agree with everything you said. I, I think that um, tactically and strategically you can rationalise a yoga class by saying that it will give you a mental clarity, it will give your muscles a, a chance to return back to their original length, 
It will give your lungs a chance to expand and feel more useful and more conscious in your life. All that kind of great stuff. Um, it makes you stronger and flexible. There's lovely things too. I think at a non-strategic, non-rational level, mm. it just feels really good to do a nice yoga class. Yeah. You know? Just going to yoga class, especially for me as a teacher, if I go to someone else's class, I'm a little bit fussy. I like good teachers. Um, but if I go to someone else's class, I want to know I can just switch off my mind, engaging everything they're saying. I even close my eyes. I don't even look at the other people in the room. And I just flow with what they're saying. So the... The breath, body, all that cool stuff. Mm. And somewhere in the process, my mind detaches. So all the stories in my head. And I walk around and I, you know, I'll, I'll, I look at my children and I'll think, you know, what are we going to do with them? And are they good children? And am I being a good father? Yeah. And, and, I'll, and I'll walk outside and I'll think, oh, the, the weather's bad and those people are good. And the, I'll judge and criticize everything. All these stories going through my head constantly. And it's like a delusion I create in my own head. But when I sink into a yoga practice and let go of all that stuff and just dive into my own body, I'm free. Yeah. It's like I've gone on holiday and at the end of the practice, I, I come back refreshed. And I've, mm. let, I've let go of all that mental garbage and some in the process, my body gets stronger too. Mm-hmm. So what are the three benefits? Mm. To answer your question, I would say mental clarity physical alignment and a deeper sense of balance not just on the mat but in everyday life in everything I do everything seems a little bit makes a bit more sense and that's exactly what I was thinking about and that word I think is so important and it's balance that I truly believe that yoga brings within the practice but also just within personal life and within business it's just I suppose it's part, part of that practice so Okay, thank you. And before we kind of finish or wrap up today, can I just ask you what you... You've had a lot of different experiences and you've been in different environments in business. Uh, You've had a transition through your life. And if you were in a lift and there was somebody in the lift with you and it was your last journey, your last journey that you were going to have in life, the last day on the planet and that person said to you all of the things that you've done in the past anything you've written anything you've recorded it's all going to be erased and I've got three I want to ask you three things that you think are important to pass on or to leave as your legacy some three values three lessons that you want people to know from the experiences that you've had about life what would what would you say the three main lessons are for the world at large for your children what are the three main things you'd want to say to them that you think would take them uh, forward in life in the best way possible what would those three things be that's pretty deep <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know I know <laughs> just but you know three any things. three things what would those three things be I'd probably say only measure yourself by how much you love stay grounded and get in touch with yourself whoever that is get in touch with yourself what does that mean? we all have so many masks we grow up and we 
put these masks in front of ourselves and these lenses that we use to see the world and we generalize and we simplify the world so that we can understand it we delete things that we don't recognize and we focus on stuff that we think is important and sometimes it's important to recognize that and lift it and maybe get a moment of seeing the world for what it really is and maybe get a moment of seeing yourself for who you really are I once sat in a corporate meeting once I was doing a um, a video link one of those conferencing things with another country I was in Sydney in Australia and I started laughing and I couldn't help it because all of a sudden I had this really clear image of my brain and my eyes and I noticed how close the organs were next to the brain so the eyes were super close to the brain yeah. I'd always felt like the eyes were way out in front and the brain's way out but they're not they're next to each other and I started laughing because I saw myself for a set of organs that I really was and I think sometimes you need to do that. You need to see things the way they are, especially yourself. Thank you. <laughs> okay, well, that's, that's, that was deep and meaningful. Okay, thanks very much. That was amazing. Now, if people want to find you, if they need to know, they maybe want an introduction to yoga or their experience and they just want to take it to another level, how can people find you? Where are you? Well, I'm based in, um, in and around Sarnestead in South Croydon. Um, you can find me anytime you like on the website, which is www.abayoga, which is A-B-A-Y-O-G-A.co.uk. Abba yeah. Yoga being a fusion of my surname, Abbey and the word yoga. Lovely, right? Very, very, yes. very uh, inventive. I went through a million different names, but that was the only one that. <laughs> that's a whole work. other. That's a whole other <laughs> conversation. But yes, yes. Um, I do three different levels of uh, vinyasa class. So if you're a beginner, or if you've been doing it for a while, or you'd like some challenges, I do that. Yeah. Um, I do classes for um, runners and people who sit at desks. I do restorative classes. I also do classes for children. Um, and I'm currently looking at getting my own studio and I'm currently starting to write a book. So the, the area around Sarnestead, if you just Google Abba Yoga, yeah. you should be able to pick up on me and just read up about me. And if you like what you read, then I do a deal online. You can buy three classes. For, I think it's £12 now. Okay. And diary book yeah. them and come along or you just text me and we can meet for a coffee, whatever. Lovely. Okay. Thank you for joining me. My pleasure. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this conversation. If this resonated with you, motivated you or lifted you up in any way, please make sure to share this with a friend or post it on social media. Tag me or my guests. The links are in the podcast description below and follow me on Instagram at Cleo McLaren. And if this is your first time listening, click that subscribe button. If you enjoyed this, please leave us a rating. And I'm just so grateful for you showing up. Love and light to you. I will see you in the next episode.